Broadcasting service. Because we just made up a fake, um, a random uh, payment hash, but um, we now know that this channel at least exists, and we could potentially probe it in other ways as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, like for some of this, uh, you don't necessarily need to know the pub key of the destination, but uh, there's sort of, um, I don't think we've got that far in LDK. Um, like in theory, you don't need to know the, the final pub key, but in, in our implementation of LDK, you have to know the pub key involved. Um, but yeah, like all of this is just to like show that we're trying to just guess if we if, if one node has a private channel that is associated with a UTXO, and then and if that's true, you know, can we figure out who that um, channel is with? And then from there, uh, the goal uh, of this is to eventually be able to like do this at massive scale and try to like find all the private channels that we can across the entire lighting network and then reveal that information so we can kind of get insights that we haven't had before um, on the lighting network. And a lot of this, can you explain this this, this channel oh, yeah. ID is kind of a deterministic thing at least right now? Yeah, channel IDs are all based on UTXO information so there's a limited amount of UTXOs that could be locked up in a lighting channel so then we, we can like, you know, um, use on-chain heuristics to figure out what all possible UTXOs could be locked up in the Lightning Channel, and we use that to probe. Um, uh, we don't do that today in this project, but um, we could use that to probe the rest of the, you know, at a massive scale, probe, probe the rest of the Lightning Network. Yep, that's, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, and, and uh, just at a higher level, like we used uh, LDK, that, um, it was the first time I'd written anything in LDK, I've done Rust before. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's a challenge. It feels like there's a lot of uh, fancy types. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on, but it's not always easy like, to pull it out. And obviously, it's you know, also just first time with that code base. Um, so it definitely seems very powerful and very, uh, uh, potentially very powerful tool, but also is um, not the easiest. It's not like the you, my first lightning node kit. In, in a sense, you know, there's some a lot of galaxy brain stuff going on in there, and, and also part of that is just properties of being written in Rust. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's a you know some some things that we still had to like kind of fork and change a little bit just to just to uh, you know make it easier for our lives. But in theory, we could like sub and swap different modules of the LDK. Like if we want to do something very specific, we can kind of write that ourselves. Um, but we kind of use a lot of the built-in libraries that Rust that LDK does provide as, as modules, but. Um, yeah, all that was pretty fun, I would say. Yeah, like for instance, like the whole logic of building a route, that's a completely swappable part of LDK. So LDK has, in fact, we were even able to choose among different scoring mechanisms for how you generate the route. So, yeah, theoretically we just write our own route builder that would also add these bogus hops, and, and maybe that's the best approach, instead of hacking on some existing code that was maybe harder to change. Whisper Village, find peer-to-peer donations. I did not make this slide. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Let's get into it. Lessons learned. Hong Kong Cardle kind of problem area we're trying to solve. Uh, I don't know the exact number. Somewhere around a third-ish of Bitcoin donated to the Hong Kong Cardle fundraiser, the Bitcoin donation. Uh, drive for the Canadian
Canadian truckers was seized by governments. Um, better than the Fiat did, but still not, you know, there's some still progress to be made. Uh, lessons, so far as I can tell, number one is don't do centralized collection and disbursement. Even if you can add privacy to it, still, like, just can we figure out a way to donate directly to people. Uh, and lesson two, obfuscate who sends and who receives as much as is possible. Um, some of the lessons to be learned from that, I think, could also apply to the very many Ukrainian refugees and uh, be able to get donations and support directly people who need it. So, um, principles of the solution is, number one, allow recipients to provide whatever information they want. If they want to stay in on, they should be able to. If they want to connect a social account or bio or a video, uh, you know, kind of associated with their address, they should be able to if they want. Uh, allow the donors to decide how much to give directly to whom. Some people will have higher standards of proof, whatever, rather than trusting one centralized disperser. Uh, and then solution number three, which Dan will describe in a second, use whisper addresses to obfuscate sender and receiver. So, Dan. Super. Super. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, so whisper addresses are a thing I invented a couple weeks ago. Uh, whisper keys, whisper addresses, and whisper transactions are all new terms you guys are going to have to get used to as we go through this thing. Uh, let's uh, see what they, how they work. <clears throat> whisper addresses are Bitcoin addresses. So it starts out easy, a Bitcoin address you're probably all familiar with. Uh, but these things are created uh, using point addition, which is a cool fancy technique I learned recently when I was playing around with the ECDSA library. Uh, anyway, two or more people have to work together to create these things. And they have some things in common with multisig. Instead of doing multi-sig where you add signatures, uh, you add private keys together to get whisper, what I'm calling whisper addresses. <clears throat> um, so if two or more people are going to create one of these things, only one of those people can actually withdraw the money from the whisper address. So it's like you get two people together, they combine two private keys, and it makes a new you know, Bitcoin address. And only one of them is going to be able to withdraw money from that. Um, and exchanges or governments can't know who it is. This is a property I'll explain in a minute. Uh, the only way to get the whisper address's private key is to add together all of the original private keys together, which is cool. Uh, once you have one, then it's really easy to uh, make, this, make this whole thing private because the people who are trying to send money to one of the guys who is part of the creation process, uh, they just give him their private keys. And then he, once he has all the private keys, he combines them all, and now he can recreate the address. Uh, so that's pretty much how they work. Um, but the cool thing is you can do this like non-interactively. I can put up a public key on a website somewhere and someone else can come along with their own public key and add it to mine and they can create a whisper address. And then they can send me the private key, the, they, uh, their private key and I can combine it with mine and now I can spend the money and they can't. Uh, which is cool, but by doing that we get all sorts of cool properties like these ones. Oh, no, I'm supposed to just, just uh, we'll, give the, we'll show you in the demo. Talk about the Bit47 thing while I pull this Meanwhile, I'm going to tell you about BIP47. BIP47 is a BIP, Bitcoin Improvement Proposal, that came out a long time ago, like 2015, I think. Uh, and it is a way of doing things called stealth addresses. Um, it's kind of complex. It, it, it's based on the same point addition thing that I, that I use to do this, where you add keys together. Um, but they, they use op returns to share data between uh, participants, like the guy who's creating the stealth address sends this, this op return marker to the original guy. And it puts a lot of data on the blockchain. And I didn't understand what they were doing with the op return part. Like I was reading through the bit, but I got halfway through and it got to this op return stuff and I didn't know what they were doing. 
So I invented my own thing where instead of putting data in the, on the blockchain in an op return, you like email them the special data they need. Uh, and by doing that, I, I save block space and it's cheaper and, uh, and it gets some other benefits. Uh, but there's a GitHub here that gives more details about how this works. Uh, so you guys can check that out if anyone wants the link. Uh, you can try to guess it. Um, <laughs> the link is also at whispervillage.org and it's uh, right there. So there's the code. Um, thank you. Super. We got this uh, working. Um, so when you visit this website, and this is all Bitcoin testnet, but please don't, I mean, you can, you can it should work kind of. Um, we think it works. It works for us. Maybe it'll work for you. Okay, so when you come here, um, it'll kind of generate you a stealth address that's a unique combination of um, that person's pub key, right? And then this ephemeral pub key that we're throwing down there. Uh, the thing that's not kind of missing from this that has to be done is, is communicating the ephemeral priv key to the recipient. So imagine there could be some little button that generates like a mail to that sends that in an email, or maybe it's a Twitter DM, or the recipient can specify how they prefer to receive that, uh, but that's just done in lieu of the, the, the bit 47 on the chain piece. Um, and then here we kind of preloaded what we used for test, but you know, private key, the, what we're calling the whisper key, that's the ephemeral private key um, that the other person will send you, and then the address you want to withdraw that to, um, and we tested that. For, for now, when you um, do that, if you do it successfully, it'll just give you the, um, Transaction hash, which you can do manually, so we you know it alerts it. We copy paste that into the blockchain, you know the and put the hex, and this was able to work. And for now, we're just hard coding some um, like 510 things. It's a massive overpayment, but um, so this worked. And anything you want to say in conclusion, or right, then I'll do the actual conclusion. But anything else about that? Uh, yeah. So actually, we we tested the whole thing. We tested the whole flow, and it all worked. Uh, I guess the what we're going to try to do is make it so that there's some seed words involved. Um, we want we don't want people to have to type in the hex of a private key into this receive field. Like, uh, so I think if we could like have them have seed words and then they, they put their seed words in there and it would derive like the first the first private key from there or something like that. That might be better. Um, the whisper key is fine because they're just going to get an email that says this is your whisper key. It doesn't have to be anything human readable. Um, and then their withdrawal address is just going to be whatever their regular Bitcoin wallet they put in a Bitcoin wallet where they want to receive that money at. Uh, and then, yeah, then they hit submit and the money should go directly to their Bitcoin wallet, which is cool. So, uh, yeah, it worked. It worked when we tested it. Uh, we're going to try to make it prettier eventually with not with replacing the first field with field with uh, seed words instead, because people are more familiar with using those. Uh, next steps uh, are what my friend, uh, I don't know your first name, what's your first name? Chris. Chris is going to do, he's going to tell you that. Uh, uh, so uh, I'm working with this uh, new, it's not a non-profit, just like a volunteer group uh, trying to coordinate uh, humanitarian aid to refugees, uh, so we're going to see if we can kind of do a pilot and see if this can actually be uh, useful. Um, thank you to Zion for letting us harvest some of the, uh, the, the social features and we'll probably tie this in with the version 2 Zion app. We'll be launching and announcing more about it at the uh, Miami conference. And then uh, generalizing this, you know, ideally this is something that when there is, you know, Canadian trucker scenario number two, 
Um, people can just take a code base, maybe there's a website, maybe there's something they pulled out from GitHub and build their own version of it, maybe they slap their own UI on it, and they should just be able to have the question of collection and disbursement with as much uh, privacy as possible baked into on-chain transactions and eventually lightning transactions too, and you know, get around the whole uh, centralized disbursement problem. That's it. Oh, Thank you. Oh, oh. One more thing. Good. Uh, can I go back to the web browser where we had, uh, where you had the send and receive tabs? Click send. I'm going to show you something cool about this. Uh, so we have a whisper address right here that was generated when the site was loaded. And if I refresh this page, I think it's command R. It's a new one. Like, this is a whole new address that got generated. And if I refresh it again, it's a new one. So the reason why that's cool, like, an XPub could do the same thing. But with an XPub, you have to like run BTC Pay server or something that can withdraw those, that can draw out each of those. Creating these new addresses is being done in client-side JavaScript every time, which is a, which is a really cool property because you don't have to have control over the server to put that on there. Um, and also, another cool thing about that is like, if the police come and what happened with the Hong Kong cobble thing, the police went to the website where they were collecting donations for those guys, and they got the address because they could see it and they blacklisted it. You know, they, they went and said, your exchanges, if you receive money that was in this address, don't cash it out, they confiscate it for us. Um, but if they go to this website, each of these addresses is empty. You know, every time you load this page, even if the police load it, they're going to get a new address that's totally empty. And so they can blacklist those empty addresses all they want. You know? send the guy the, the thing he needs, the, the whisper key he needs to withdraw that money, you know, he's going to be very happy because it's not on anyone's blacklist, and, uh, and he gets that money out, so it's great. That's, what, that's why I think these uh, whisper addresses are cool. Thank you. So we are uh, Pleb FM or Pleb.FM. Um, initially, we were the Atlanta BitDevs crew. Uh, Steve and I came from Atlanta for this weekend. But we met Asher yesterday, or two days ago, uh, and uh, we teamed up to do something cool. Uh, this idea stemmed from uh, going on Hacker News one day and seeing, I think it was Jeremy Rubin's, uh, a, or, uh, what's it called? It was Stacker News. Um, Ask me anything, AMA. Yeah, it was Jeremy Rubin's AMA, and uh, saw that it was a really cool feature. Or the, with Stacker News, you could do something really sick. You could basically bid on the questions that you would want to show up at the top of the list. So you could fund using Lightning um, the, the questions that you wanted to answer. So it's like crowdsourcing the best ideas. Um, so on that note, we were thinking, okay, how can we use this whole auction thing for something else that uh, could help get the next billion people on Lightning. Uh, so enter uh, Pleb FM, uh, a uh, Lightning-powered jukebox where it's a crowdsourced uh, option for the next song we play. So uh, you could, this would be blasted at like a bar or uh, a conference, and uh, you could scan a QR code and uh, submit, or uh, you could select a song and a uh, amount that you want to bid and uh, pay the lightning invoice and you'll see it pop up on the leaderboard. Um, if you want to uh, team up with your buddies, you could uh, pick uh, the same song and then uh, your funds will be aggregated so uh, you can boost uh, the songs you like at the top of the leaderboard. Um, yeah, yeah, that's here. basically it. Here, move that over here for a second. 
Hey, I'm Stephen, uh, designer front end dev. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to show you basically as you explained, you know, you'd see this kind of screen here at a bar or you know whatever Bitcoin meetup uh, you go to. I'm hoping that uh, every Socratic seminar in the country has one of these uh, set up within 12 months because, yeah. like, seriously, I've been to a lot of BitDex meetups and there's just not enough tasty jams in any of them. So, yeah. <laughs> I want to show you. So basically, they go to plug.fm or however that particular meetup wants to brand their instance of the Ellen Jude box. And we're going to go oops, to the new tab. Yeah, so this is like 95% of the way there. Like all the logic works in pieces, and locally it works really, really well. Uh, yeah. But you can actually go to plep.fm to play around as we're showing this off. Yeah, but don't play around too hard. But. So basically what we got here is the leaderboard that we just showed would have been on uh, the screen in the bar at the meetup, right? They scan the QR code or go to pleb.fm and then they end up at this mobile website right here. So we're going to search for a song. So um, I'm going to go Texas. Okay, there we go. Do that. Uh, is that good or like what do you want? Do you want some like hip or something like that? What should we do? I said Tupac. We may not have that. I mean, I got, I got 50 cents. Do we have any 50 cents? Yeah. Oh, we have right, in the club. <laughs> So, um, how much do we want to bid on this? Anything? 50 cents. 50 cents? 100 cents? It's got to be less than 50 cents. 50 cents. Okay. So, I'm going to check out. Okay. So, this is running on mainnet, so this just generated a Bolt 11 invoice for me for 50 cents. So, I'm going to copy this invoice right here. Give me one moment, and I am opening a Phoenix wallet right here. I'm going to go to send. And I'm going to paste for my clipboard because I got them all linked. I got a 50 cent uh, invoice up here. I'm going to pay it. It is now in the pending in Phoenix. And it is sent. And now the payment is paid. So, you know, we're still kind of working on the code for the leaderboard a little bit, but the idea is, is that the song that I would show up in here shows up with the price. Um, you know, it's fetched from the server and actually has the prices. An assorted order of price, and so like some you know interesting features we want to ship is like uh, this idea that um, you know uh, if like two people want to kind of collaborate for a song, you know if you really wanted uh, to you know boost Ghost Riders in the Sky, you know you could bid on the same song and then bump it up in the queue, so people can kind of collaborate together and get their song to the top of the queue. Yeah, we also thought like we could put like a idea was that we would have people uh, put like a pseudonym as they're entering their invoice and then there could be like a Twitter feed on the side so you can see like an active history of like the new, uh, the new bid so uh, if you're in like a big ass conference and uh, you want to see your name or a funny name or something, uh, you'd be able to do that. Hey Asher, what do you think? You got anything to yeah. yeah, I think it's super cool to bring uh, uh, like Bitcoin projects to like IoT devices and physical spaces. Because it's just like it's a good talking point, and uh, it's a good way to to show what you can do with the technology. Because it's like um, you know, carrying around like a roll of quarters for your jukebox or your local diner is kind of annoying. So this is like a more portable and scalable version of that. Um, plus, uh, it's really cool to just develop all the tools that we have now in the ecosystem. Like Voltage is super helpful for this. So we actually built a testnet version and then had time to deploy it on mainnet as well. Uh, so that was cool. Um, and yeah, this. Guys from Atlanta are awesome, so follow Atlanta BitDevs on Twitter. Woo. Woo. This guy, this guy's awesome. He, he just, he, he just learned React this weekend, and he connected the React to Voltage. So. Well.
You're awesome, dude. So I think that's uh, really about it. But yeah, we just want to see you know more people doing uh, stuff with uh, lightning. Uh, you know, just kind of everyday stuff to you know make a kind of daily spending uh, on lightning a reality, and you know make it so that when people say, well, you can't spend your Bitcoin on anything, you can say, well, actually. Yeah, and, and maybe uh, another closing remark is, is that there's like some of the smartest people in the, uh, in the world in this room right now, and uh, it seems like uh, the 95% of our focus is on pushing it tomorrow. Uh, but maybe if we if we take 10% uh, of our time to slow down and focus on uh, the other 99% and just how can we get them uh, into the future as fast as possible, um, I think if we work together, we can do some really good things. Pretty simple. Uh, this is Discord. If you're not familiar with it, and uh, Discord is pretty cool in that uh, they have some simple integrations that they allow you to do with their interface. So uh, one of the ways that you can tip from Discord is you can actually take a message that you like. I like this message, and I can just click apps. Send tip. Sending sats. Select an amount. Say a thousand sats. And it will generate QR code and an invoice. And where is my phone? Does anybody want to scan this, by the way? Testnet? <laughs> yeah, it's on Testnet, but we can get it too. I just want to actually get anything. No. <laughs> so this gonna work. I was just taking a picture. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got an unexpected error. No, of course we. Good idea. Unexpected error.
a library on JavaScript called LN Node. Anybody's familiar with that? And so that's about it. I don't know if anybody else Ben did. 
go to lnspags.com, fill this in, and uh, we'll take an LNCLI and ship it. So that's the uh, basic idea. So yeah, so they don't have support for the sending messages as well yet. So um, 
with the next release that'll be um, we can send and then the receive they'll do need to do a small custom thing in there too. So maybe in a month we could send out a DLC and then maybe in three months we can receive one. So you know this is kind of building the foundation. But yeah. So another interesting thing about using uh, Greenlight uh, and combining DLCs with Lightning is like, like, for example, right now, if you want to do a bet, you need two on-chain transactions per bet, one to set up the bet and one to close it, right? So that's costly in terms of fees uh, and also time, right? Like if you want to bet on the noon football game and then the 3 p.m. football game, you, you can't really do that uh, if you got to wait 20 minutes to get the, you know, the transaction confirmed. But uh, if you're in a Lightning channel, maybe you could, you know, close out your bet and you know, create a new bet instantly, uh, and so this is this would be like the second iteration. Would be once you get we could get like an on-chain uh, UX working. You could do a, a lightning-based uh, experience where all, like you, you just have one uh, channel with your uh, the other side of the bet, like the person you're making bets against, and you could do infinite bets there for two uh, on-chain transactions. So yeah, so that's the end goal, but we didn't totally get there. We um, we got it, so I mean, it's kind of hard to see, but we were able to generate a node on control plus.
Can you hear me now? Yeah. Is that better? Okay, so first I'll just explain what kind of what it is and uh, like why we built it, and then we'll show you how it works. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, basically, uh, a big problem in, uh, in running a business with just purely Bitcoin right now is that accounting is pretty hard. Like, like being able to track what you're, what you're actually doing, it's, it's tough. You know, like the, even just doing a blockchain, a block explorer, there's not really a good GUI for it. So, yeah. So we built one. So, so we built one, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's really simple and uh, pretty easy to use. Um, I guess I'll just show you the demo. But uh, first, all, really all you need is a rune. And uh, do you want to explain what a rune is? Yeah, um, basically a rune is a macaroon without the mac. Um, it's a separate, it's a, you can't take a macaroon and remove the mac. It's a whole separate like library that Rusty wrote. But basically they work very similarly. You can add restrictions. So the rune we're using, um, Actually, point is a read-only rune for my Bitcoin node. Um, so it's, yeah, it's read-only. Um, so you need a rune. You would also technically need a um, connection string yeah. to be able to connect to my node. But we're going to use, so for all those of you that were here yesterday, you saw the demo that I did where we connected directly from the browser to Lightning node. So this yeah, app is basically taking advantage of that to pull some data directly from my node about um, all the payments and stuff that I've made over the last, I don't know, However long, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty cool because all, 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 all you do is post, paste the ring in, rune in, and then click get data, just make connect to the rune, and, and do the easy yeah, so I'll just do it. Yeah. So, yeah, so you get total profit, total loss, and yeah, how many stats you have. See all your accounts. Uh, invoice flow. See all your accounts. Invoice flow is uh, just like your invoices, so you know, over time. Uh, Cash flow, this is a cool one. Uh, so the darker blue is just how much you've uh, received, and the lighter blue is how much you've spent, so you're able to like, track those together. Uh, and this little graph right here is cash flow by tag. So there's like 20 tags that could be on a transaction. Um, so I'm just pulling in the, in the ones that are in the data. Um, so if they're not there, we don't, show, we don't show it. But that's what each one of these lines is. So yeah, so that's basically that's, yeah, that's our project. So. I want to start by saying you're all winners in my book. So uh, we just want to give a quick shout out. You know, anytime you have an event like this, there's so many people that have to come together to make this happen. First off, Unchained Capital, uh, Bitcoin Common Team. Uh, 
million sats for DLC Greenlight. Before we get to today's best overall, and we have a special announcement. <laughs> the Bitcoin Company has donated one million more sats, and we created a whole new theme. So one million sats goes to the most adversarial project, Devshaw. They're doing uh, like an R&D thing over at the Bitcoin company. If you would like to type up a like a blog about what you learned, the things you got from your experience this weekend on your project, 250,000 sat bonus for providing them with some info. Now the real drum roll. Thank you. 